sales and presentation podcast, helping you win more sales and deliver awesome presentations. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is brought to you by trevorleemedia.co.uk. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to enhance their sales skills and techniques and become confident and effective presenters and speakers. Now, in today's show, I'm going to share with you um, some details about a great conference that I went to in London recently. And it was run by a company called Strategizer. It was all about the business model canvas and the value proposition canvas. So if you've not heard of those and you're thinking, what on earth is this going to be all about in this podcast? I'm going to share with you some of the great stuff that came out of this and encourage you to have a look at it uh, because I think it will be helpful in transforming the way you look at your business as a whole, but the way you're going to look at sales as well. Now, before we begin, uh, a reminder that uh, if you want to invite me to your sales meeting or sales conference, uh, then, you know, it would. I'll bring some energy. I'll bring some ideas. I'll bring some momentum to you. So you, I can come along and sit in your meeting and, uh, you know, provoke ideas and challenge what you're doing, that sort of thing. Or if you've got a conference, then um, I will be able to be one of those thought-provoking and inspiring speakers for you. And I can rest assured that you will enjoy speaking, um, enjoy having me as a speaker at your event. If you think that your team needs some sales training, then I, I do run a program. It's called Sell More, and it can be designed bespokely for your team's needs. It's going to be fun, highly interactive, individually designed, and um, it, it will be great fun. So um, if you're interested in any of all that, then simply drop me a line, Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and we'll get something organized. Right, let's get on with today's show. I've been working for an organization in Cornwall called Unlucky Potential, and they've been hiring me in to deliver workshops for new business startups. And I've been doing two. They run a six-workshop uh, six pr- uh, program, usually over six weeks. And the first program is called Focusing on Customers, and then they do things like finance and technology and all the, all, the, all the stuff you need and marketing, all the stuff you need to make sure your business really works. And then I finish, I, I'm sort of first and last. I come back and then I do a sales workshop as well. Now, in the Focusing on Customers workshop, I've been using, um, under their guidance, a model called the Business Model Canvas, developed by a guy called Alex Osterwalder and his business partner through a company that they now run called strategizer.com. And I got a call a few weeks ago from uh, my contact at Unlocking Potential and said, Trevor, we're going to London. We're going to, we've got some, we go, we've got a chance to go to a two day conference that Alex Osterwalder is running, uh, talking about the business model canvas and the value proposition uh, model, which I also use. Would you like to come? Wow, I thought that would be fantastic because I've had a, a very busy uh, summer. Where, you know, lots of lots and lots of business going on, almost too much. Uh, but, it, you know, can't complain, I suppose. And I decided to set aside some time at the beginning of the autumn where I would just, you know, try and go to a conference. And then suddenly one landed at my feet. So <laughs> in business, you have to be lucky sometimes. And, and that was a stroke of luck. So I thought in this podcast, I would share with you 
some of the great stuff that you know I've you know that came along at the conference. There were a small team of us there on behalf of Unlocking Potential. It was in London, great venue by the way. It's called the Yard, um, and it's on. Uh, oh, I've forgotten the road where it's on, but if you Google it, it's somewhere in the Shoreditch area. So I'm I'm not I'm not that familiar with all these areas of London. It's somewhere in the Shoreditch area. Great venue, the sort of venue that gets stripped bare and then rebuilt every time someone has a has a conference there. Um, so strategizer came along um 2010 was when the company was founded they built the the the, the business model canvas around 2007 so we spent two days with this this guy alex osterwalder you know leading the charge and what a great energetic presenter he was and boy did he put us through our paces so i'm just going to share with you some of the best bits of that conference which i hope will be useful for your business So the business model canvas is divided into nine sections and there is what Alex calls front of house, back of house and then there's the viability bit which is the cost and revenue. Are you going to make any money out of all of this? So let me talk you through it briefly and then I'm going to encourage you to go and look it up and see whether it could work for your business. So on the front of house bit, the first thing that he gets us to do is look at what he calls our value propositions. And this is essentially our offering. What is it we offer? What about you know, within terms of our products or our services? The next bit is to then look at the customer segments, the people that we are hoping to engage with who will buy our offer. And one of the great things about the, the uh, about this model is it really, really gets you to interrogate whether what you've got on offer is actually what your customers need. And one of the things that, you know, was a big takeaway from the event was that in a lot of businesses, we tend to create products and services that we think will will be great for the market. We're convinced that all our customers, you know, need them. Have you ever had a business like that? Is that how your business idea came along? That you thought, wow, this is a great idea. Or your family and friends thought, wow, this is a great idea. Or your colleagues thought, yeah, we need something new. Let's do this. Without actually testing it and finding out whether your customers needed it as well. Now, of course, one of the ways of testing whether your idea is needed is to see if anybody else is doing something very similar and how successful they are. Because if there's lots of people out there doing what, you, what you're what you planning to do, then, then that, there is a market there for it, isn't there? So you can test it that way. But uh, one of the facts that he shared was that a piece of research from, I think, a couple of years ago suggested that 72% of new products fail. And that's not new business startups, that's products generally that are created by all sorts of you know, companies, especially those with, you know, who've been around a long time. So to get, you've got a one in four chance effectively, therefore, of creating something that people want. So why not give it its best opportunity? So the point he was trying to make to us was look at what you're offering in terms of then what your customers actually need. Because it's much better to find out what they need and then try and provide a solution to it rather than say, here's the solution, now what's your problem? So that was great. So that's on the on the front of house bit. This is the bit that, that you know, everybody sees. And, and also in that were the channels and the customer relationships. So in other words, in terms of the channels, so how are you going to get your product to the market? How are people going to find it? How are they going to buy it? All those sort of things to think about. And then customer relationships, do you want something that's automated or do you want something that's personal? Are you looking for a short-term relationship or a long-term relationship? 
I know within the my sales model that I run, the crops model, in the ARFA relationship, I'm always suggesting to people, you've got to be trying to find a way of keeping that relationship going. A great phrase that Alex used was recurring revenues. So keep that relationship going. And all those things in the front of house, your offer through to the people buying it, of course, they create revenues for you. So the final part, the final piece on the right-hand side of the model, if you like, was to look at the price that you charge and the fees that you earn and the packages that you can put together, anything that brings income into your business. So that was the, um, that was the side of the business model canvas, which was the, the front half of it. So the back of house uh, business model canvas activities are things like the key resources. What are you actually going to need to make this happen? And that could be your, things like your brand. It could be important people. You all, We all know that within any business, um, there is a danger that your best people leave and go somewhere else. So, you know, how important are they? What sort of key resource are they? And then the key activities that you're going to be undertaking, and that could be anything from your your marketing to things that you're doing to get the product out there, uh, all the things that you need to do. You might be doing your own manufacturing. You might be doing your own distribution. And then these are all things that are back of house, so people don't really see them going on. And then think about the key partners that are you know that are involved in your business, because it's not just you and your business, is it? There'll be people that you bring in or work with. It could be your accountant, your lawyer, your manufacturer, your distributor, your marketing people, anything that you know you don't anybody you don't directly employ that helps you get the business going. And then all of that creates a cost structure. Because, you know, if you've got premises and people then and manufacturing and distribution, you've got costs. So clearly, when you put in the cost structure, which is the bottom part that runs alongside revenue, this is quite hard to describe <laughs> over a podcast, isn't it? Why did I pick a model that I'm trying to make you visualize rather than uh, be able to show you? Um, but go to strategizer.com, look up the business model canvas, and you'll find it. So are your costs going to match your revenues? And clearly, if they if if your costs are greater than your revenues, then ooh, that's going to be tricky for running a business, isn't it? Because that is going to make you lose money. So you need a business model that has revenues that are greater than costs. Maybe not to start with, but certainly quite quickly. Otherwise, you'll be just racking up, uh, uh, you know, losses. Unless, of course, you're in one of these big mammoth companies that lose tons and tons of money, but are apparently worth billions of pounds. So anyway, you may, as a listener to this podcast, you may not quite be in that realm yet, but who knows? Who knows? You could be going forward. So that was that was the business model canvas, ladies and gentlemen. And I would recommend that you go and uh, look up strategizer.com. I think you'll find it really interesting. You can log in for free and you can access some of this information. So um, I'm going to sum up with, uh, I think, what were the best ideas that came out of the, out of the two days. So best ideas. Well, first best idea was that uh, be prepared to tear up your idea. OK, um, there is a danger that you create a great idea and you think, wow, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. And and of course, the higher you are up the organization, the less likely it is someone in your organization is going to say, Trevor, that is a rubbish idea. Or you're going to take it out to test it in the market and the customers say, Trevor, that's a rubbish idea. So you have to tear it up and throw it away. 
But you need to be prepared to do that. It doesn't matter how much time and effort you've put into it. If it's not going to work, and this model will help you identify whether it's going to work or not, then you've got to tear it up. I remember back in my, uh, I remember going to a conference many years ago uh, run by a guy called Kevin Roberts. It was called Peak Performance. And he had a phrase, fail fast, learn fast, fix fast. And uh, you've got to do that. You've got to do that. You've got to be prepared to think, yes, this isn't going to work. Ditch it. Move on. So that was uh, top learning idea number one. Top learning idea number two, there are four of these, by the way, <laughs> um, was that to, as I mentioned in the pre, in the, you know, in the, in the description of the model, is to think about identifying the problem and then creating the solution, not, not the other way around, which is how, you know, most products and services come to market. Hey, here's a solution. Now, what's the problem? Let's go and find someone who needs this. So find out what the problem is first and then create the solution for it. And isn't it amazing? You know, you when when you see entrepreneurs uh, interviewed and they say, how did you come up with that idea? And they said, well, I couldn't find anything that really worked. And a lot of my friends said, you know, this is really frustrating not having a gadget that does X, Y and Z. And hey, I decided to make one. <laughs> so um, I was actually with a guy today and he set up a... Uh, a, a 3D vision company. It's called. It's, I won't tell you the name of the company, but it's called. It's a 3D company, and it creates fantastic 3Ds. And I said, "How did you? How did you latch onto this?" Because he'd been doing it a few months, and he said, "Well, I was working for a client in in what he was doing at the time, and they said it'd be great to be able to showcase these fantastic premises we've got in a really interactive way." So he went away, did some research, decided he could do it, bought some kit, and now he does it, and he does it really well, I have to say. Number three was, um, this is a really interesting one, this, is the, the message was that if your business is growing and growing really nicely, that is the time to move on to your next business model. So don't sit on your laurels and don't think, hey, look at us, we're doing fantastic, because you need to move it on to the next one. And I remember, I'm a, you know, I was a bit of a football fan when I was a kid and Liverpool and Bill Shankly and all that. And I remember reading somewhere that Bill Shankly, the famous Liverpool manager, said, he always rebuilt the team when they were about to win the championship, not when they were on their way down the league. So if your business is the championship winner, the premiership winner as it's known these days, then that's the time to start rebuilding it, looking at your next model. So think about that. And the final thing was that, you know, we um, a lot of the terminology in these business models revolves around customer jobs. And customer jobs are the things that customers need to do. So that could be anything at all. I need to, I, I, I don't know, I need to get some videos shot. I need to buy something. Um, and the point was that a lot of the time, the customer job tends to stay the same. I need a new website. I'm going to need another new website in a couple of years' time, that sort of thing. So the jobs keep coming back. But the trick is that the solutions will change because they will get better. Because the website I had designed four years ago, if I'll get a new website now, then it's going to be better and there are going to be more people out there with more ideas. And that's what often happens with businesses is that you get kind of stuck because you think, hey, we've done this. It works really well. So that ties, I think, that that bit about, you know, jobs don't stay the same. So jobs, sorry, do stay the same, but solutions change kind of sums it all up for me, really. So that's it. Um, there's a quick resume of a two-day conference in about 17 minutes. <laughs> or less than, less than 17 minutes, 15 minutes. Strategizer.com, the business model canvas. Do go and have a look. I think you'll enjoy it. I think it'll work for you. 
So I hope that's been helpful and um, I hope that will help your business develop some of the ideas that I've tossed around there and you know, go and have a look at the, uh, the model as well. Don't forget, if you're new to this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you're a regular listener, it'd be great if you could leave a review. That would really be awesome. Um, if you'd like to come on the show um, and talk about your top tips on sales or your top tip for sales or you know, because this show is about sales and presenting your top tip for presentations, then drop me a line, drop it to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll fix up some sort of Zoom or Skype uh, recording with you so we can we can put this together and get you on a, a future show. So that's it. That's the end of another podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Until then, make sure you make the most of all the sales and presenting opportunities that will come your way. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media.